The following podcast is a B&E Network exclusive. The opinions expressed in Nerds on the Left do not necessarily reflect those of the B&E Podcast Network or any affiliated podcast. Enjoy the show. Okay, so um, we'll start here in just a few seconds. Um, do you want to try and open it up? Yeah, sure, sure. Let me so, let me give it the old college try. Okay, welcome all right. to on the left. This pretty is pretty easy. And then introduce yourselves and us. All right, all right, all right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Nerds on the Right, your number one source for alt right comic. I knew he was going <laughs> to do that. That's I'm, why I let him do it. I, yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I walked right into it. Yeah. Okay. Sorry about that. Hey, welcome to Nerds on the Left. I'm joining. Uh, I think this is where you guys. Oh, now I have. Now, there you now go. It's all you have the floor, sir. Okay, I'm Rodney <laughs> with Mike, and Hi. we have a special guest who just opened us up, and that's Case. Um, Case has been one of our more vocal listeners uh, on Facebook and, and things like that. It's a face the troll section of nerds uh, on the left. Yeah, tonight. <laughs> I am an NOTL fan. You guys, <laughs> and well, we appreciate. You, we definitely Sorry. do. E- even if uh, the comments are always aren't always supportive or uh, left, it's okay. It's okay. Hey, hey. We we embrace all. He keeps all it nerdy views. though. He does keep it nerdy. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. So great show for you today. Uh, lots of stuff to go over. But today is actually the day after Thanksgiving. So did you guys have any run-ins with the in-laws about politics or anything like that? Because I know there's been a lot of stuff floating around about how your crazy drunk uncle is going to try and pick a fight. You know, we actually. Uh both families had a politics embargo this Thanksgiving, so it just kind of... Now, was it unsaid, or is this something you actually agreed on beforehand? Uh, it was more or less unsaid at one house, and then the other one it was explicitly stated, we're not talking politics. So no contracts were signed, though? No. Okay. Okay. But for the most part, we all abided until you know the alcohol started flowing. But mm-hmm. even then, it was more little aside instead of full-on, you know... Yeah. Lock her up, kind of bullshit. I think we had a close call. Uh, like my cousin or something said something about said the T word, brought up Trump, and we all just kind of jumped on him. We're like, "Hey, you shut the yeah. fuck up! Hey, hey, doing hey, this. Don't you say another damn word? You only speak about His Highness in hushed tones <laughs> at this table. The God yeah. Emperor is to only be spoken to in the utmost respect. No, but it it, it was real, and um, and I think it helped a lot that. Whenever I went to my conser- more conservative families Thanksgiving, uh, my little brother just had a newborn. So I was so, all like, look at the exactly. baby. They were all like, ah, we don't care about politics. Look at this newborn. Look at that all the potential that this could be. Pay no attention to the fact that his life's already fucked. <laughs> we, we, had a, we had a combination of both at our house. My, uh, my cousin has a, has a young daughter. Mm-hmm. And uh, my grandma put an embargo on politics. She just straight up came out this is not allowed i'm not having it which and no one messes with grandma oh god i have such a divided family right now i feel like whoever does all the cooking can set the rules yep pretty much yeah and whoever does all the cleaning it wasn't me i'll just say that it wasn't me (laughs) 
Did you guys hit up anything on Black Friday, which is today, actually? Oh, that's a big negative Ghost Rider. Uh, I wasn't getting out of the house. Yeah, I, I don't like people that much. Oh, God, man. The traffic around this area is terrible. <laughs> traffic around this area? Well, you well gotta, of course, he's not in the state anymore. That's, you know, that is yeah. true. So we're because you recently you grew up around this area, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And you grew up in the South Houston area, and now where do you live? I live in Delaware right now. It is a it is a far cry from Texas. I can imagine. So are you a Yankee now? Did you have to turn in your Dixie card or something? Oh no no no! I I was never very Southern. You oh, know, okay. I was never. Uh, You're born in the fucking, South, but not of the South. I was never a rootin' tootin' cowboy. You know, didn't let Dixie fly or anything. <laughs> Never had, a, never had a Confederate flag. Yeah, I, I never got into that. Like, I'm really glad too because high school. Oh my God! Everywhere. Yeah. Because we went to a very conservative high school. Would you say? Would you agree with that, Mike? Yeah. Because we went to the same high school, it was Santa Fe High so School. Did he. I was there. Okay, so good. Yeah. So, he but was, we all had the same exact experience then. He's got a little bit younger than us but still i don't think it changed that much i mean the meth might have increased a little bit a little more a little more hip-hop with our country um in my generation of sfhs well i remember uh sitting in biology and the teacher had to leave the room for one reason or another and someone just started singing a kkk recruit song like some 16 year old kid and he's like shit yeah, I mean, we've this had, is really happening. Like, I had two or three people get up and seek Heil in algebra class. I no, seek Heil. Yeah, because <sighs> do they the, know what year it is? Because uh, the teacher was German, so she would, they would get up and just seek Heil behind her back. Oh, kids these days, right? These days, this was ten fine, years ago. Fine, man. you're old. I'm sorry. Shut up. <laughs> oh, I'm older than both of you, aren't I? Yep, motherfucker. I hate, I hate being the oldest person in the room now because it happens all the time. <laughs> a little bit of gray in the beard. Yeah, like it's coming in. It's coming in. And, you know, my wife, pumped. She's like, oh, grow, grow. The, you silver fox. Yeah. yeah. She's like, I want some salt and pepper in my life. She likes her as Reed Richards George style. Clooney. Everything's bland with that little salt and pepper. So I went shopping a little bit this morning because we were already out and about. And it was like 1230. So, like, you know, it wasn't bad. Um, I went to Bedrock just to see what they had on sale, Bedrock Comics, and um, they had jack shit on sale. I think their trades were a little bit off, but other than that... No. What they did is they had a sale from 10 to 12 that was novelties and something else um, for 15 to 30% off, and then from... It was timed. From 12 to 2 was another you know, certain things that were on sale. And then what I actually cared about trades weren't until like five to seven. So it's like, they want want you to come three times. If you want certain things, they want you to show up at the witching hour Bay area at five o'clock in the afternoon. No, fuck that forever. No, fuck that completely. Like, I don't want to have to go shopping three times because I want one of each of those things. Yeah. And for 15% off of $20, that's, that's not worth a try. I don't, I don't remember math. what the exact percentages were, but I was de- very, I was very disappointed. I'll say that. But I did end up like, I got my pearl pop and my uh, garnet pop from Steven Universe. So, 
I'm three out of four on that so one. So at least you got something out of it. I got you. something. Go. And then See? I also picked up uh, some comics that I missed from Wednesday. But uh, while I was at Bedrock, I noticed Venom number one, they were completely sold out of, except for the $150 McFarlane uh, variant cover. Jesus. Yeah, it was $150. And it was just out on the rack. Like, they didn't have it behind anything or... You think they would have had it, that, you know, just Was it bagged? I mean... It was bagged. It was bagged go. and boarded. But it was just out there, which tells me one thing. It is not worth $150. <laughs> <laughs> having having read the issue, and you know how number one sale... Uh, mm-hmm. If you look at sales for Venom number two, I bet you there's a steep decline. Oh, I'm sure. It was not... It was okay. Well, there are people out... Because I didn't read it yet. I, I yeah, haven't yeah, read yeah. it yet. But you know that there's a lot of people out there who'd go into comic book shops every Wednesday and they go, give me all the number ones. Yeah. Just in case it turns into the next Walking Dead or Saga or something along those, that line, which I just knew, named two image books. Uh, like, that's I was, kind of noticed that? I, I was yeah. about to drop Invincible in there. Another image? Yeah, another there you image go, book. Yeah. Two Kirkmans out of three. Kirkman. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. no, yeah, no. He's right. That that's just, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, and a lot of talent there, and a lot of initial talent that falls right the fuck off after. Oh about come a couple on, of years. he his problem is not a talent problem; it's a concept problem. Did you say a couple of years? Yeah. Okay, most people are lucky to get that deep into a run. I think, I don't think Kirkman. Well, obviously, I don't think he wants to end Walking Dead, but even if he did. I've I've long since lost interest in the comic. Uh, out of it in general, I don't give a shit about zombies anymore. I'm I'm done. Uh, well, you know, you know. Let me let me. I'll school you a little bit. The zombies aren't the Walking Dead. I don't know if you know that. It's people. It's the people, it's the people that are still alive. so deep. Oh wow! <laughs> my my mind is blown. I does have to that, go back to the comic. Now. Yeah. Does Fuck that change that. the book for you? You know what's so funny is they actually say that in the book. Like Rick straight up yeah. says it. Just message. Yeah, you know, it is. Re- relatable Rick, uh-huh. the fascist, the one-armed, hooked-hand fascist. No, that is what he turned into. Yeah, for, for a long time. Oh, I remember. I stopped reading after uh, Glenn died in the com. Spoiler alert! I stopped reading after Glenn died in the comics. Oh my God! You like both have three so years much ago. to catch up to. I stopped. I stopped after they left the prison. I've long since get, oh, stopped wow. getting it. Now. To be fair to Mike, that's the peak of the whole series, in my opinion. Oh, no. The prison? Oh, what a gut punch. I, I will say this. I will say this. The deaths later on mean less to me because the characters weren't as deep uh, as the original ones were and fleshed out. Um, a lot of people died uh, when the Whisper War just was about to start, and half of them, I was like, oh, okay, they showed that guy one time in the background. I remember him vaguely. He talked to Rick three issues ago. Like, like there were a few people like that that I just didn't give a shit about. Um, but it still, it still surprises me sometimes. Mike, did you read Venom One? I skimmed it. I, I don't own it. But oh, okay. It, it seemed bland but unoffensive. I mean, it's not something I would. It's not something I would come back to. I don't think. I'm just curious about curious about who the new Venom is and what direction the. The symbiote's going to go yeah, now. It seems like they're going back to villain Venom. Is yeah. that correct? Ah, see, but there's the switch. Yeah, I, I read it. I, um, I'm i going to give it my... Uh, I've got a rule of three, all right? You've got three issues to, to keep me. It's got a cool concept because this time the suit, the symbiote's not the corrupting force. It's the person. 
That's interesting. So the symbiote is still kind of locked into to, Flash Thompson's. Yeah, it's locked into Agent Venom. You know, it's it wants to do good. It don't, doesn't want to kill, but it's in bad shape when we first see it at the beginning of the issue. So you know, what what made that? Because I I didn't stick around with Agent Venom. Why did it leave Flash? I honestly don't know because I think that that leads from Venom Space Knight, which I hadn't read at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, he's still the last Guardians of the Galaxy issue I saw. He still had the symbiote, so obviously something happened there, and there's a disconnect that I I don't understand. And I think that leads to a bigger point of it really sucks having to keep up with comics sometimes. Yeah, like one issue. 15 things that you need to know and the next issue may happen. You know, like, and that just leads us to these gaps in knowledge. Well, I mean, I, I can tell you what really happened. Why, really, why we're getting another Venom book like this. And that's because Marvel got the rights to Spider-Man's movies back. Oh, did that officially happen from Fox? I thought they were just... Sony? Uh, Sony. I thought Sony? they were just in partnership that Sony was going to... They are, but they're still, making, they're still making money off of it, though. Well, I mean, that, that, that's true, but... That's why. It's all about movie synergy with Marvel now. I mean, Homecoming is, is going to come out under Sony. Still. And Marvel. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a co-partnership, as far as I understand it. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's news to me. Like, I, I completely hope that's true. That, gives me, that would give me hope for FF and maybe Fo- and X-Men if, you know, Fox didn't have that stranglehold. Well, Fox did just add, like, two upcoming unannounced movies to their schedule. And they're thinking one of them might be Deadpool 2, hoping. One of them is going to be Deadpool 2. But actually, they, they recently confirmed that they're going right from Deadpool 2 into Deadpool 3. Hmm. Oh, they're going to film so, it like uh, Pirates of the Caribbean? I don't know if that's what they're doing, but they said they'd already started working on it. Oh, so. that'd be awesome. I really hope that uh, Ryan Reynolds has as long a career with Deadpool as Hugh Jackman did with Wolverine. Yes. That would that would be ideal. Yeah, I, I think I speak for all of us when I say Deadpool's been a, a bright spot. Yeah, breath of fresh in, air in comic book movies. Yeah, but no, that's that's too bad about Venom though. So you didn't really enjoy it that much. You know, it was like Mike said, it was pretty bland, and uh, you know the editorial issues. Uh, Marvel editors, if for whatever reason you hear this, do your goddamn jobs. <laughs> I'd gladly trade you. <laughs> So what what criticism do you have for it? Like, uh, what, what, did, what did the Marvel editors see, in your eyes fuck up? So Lee Price, the uh, the protagonist of this book, uh-huh. or anti-hero, I guess you'd call him. Uh, so spoiler alert, he's yeah. the new Venom? He's an asshole, supposedly. And Ex- the new Venom? <laughs> yeah, and the new Venom. De- Ex-Army Ranger, uh, Lee Price, supposedly disabled in some way. Uh, you see in a panel where he gets part of his hand blown off by mm-hmm. some explosion. Every... Every instance you see him before and after that, he has all of his fingers. Which, I mean, that's supposed to be a character trait for him, right? Well, I mean, I don't know if you knew this or not, but the Black Ranger... Or the Black Ranger... Yeah, the Black Ranger from from uh, Power Rangers. He was missing a finger. Did you ever notice? Which one? The original. R- Zack. No. Yeah. Really? Straight up, man. You're pulling a fast one here. No. I, Pull now, your phone out. I don't give a fuck. I am curious as to how this correlates, because I think I've got an answer for what you're about to... Oh, I'm not saying no. no. Just factoid. That is okay. That's a fun factoid. I thought <laughs> you were gonna say the the suit gives them their limbs back. Oh no, which I, it does sort of. When the suit goes away, though, Holy their shit. limbs go back with. Are you oh, kidding me right happened, now? Mike? Let me see that. What happened, bro? Oh my god! <laughs> Everything about my childhood was a lie. Wow. I have to rethink my entire childhood. 
I need a minute. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot to process, guys. Anyway, Venom. Go ahead. Venom. So, uh, but once the suit leaves the host, uh, those limbs go with it. We see him separate from the suit. Still has all of his digits. This is definitely an art mistake on Marvel's part. See, I can't refute it because I don't know enough about Venom. Yeah, it's happened before. Anytime the symbiote seemed to leave Flash Thompson, he would lose his legs. Yeah, he would crawl around. Do you think that might be just a little bit nitpicky? It would be nitpicky if it hasn't happened so many times before. So you have a grudge, basically. I, I have a little bit of a grudge with Marvel's editor. <laughs> I'm they, glad, I'm glad they, you're big enough to admit it. Look, they make too much money doing what they do to make that many mistakes. Well, let's face it. They make too much money with the films. They honestly probably could give a shit less about the comics. Does that not point. Does that not kill you a little bit, though? It irks me, I yes. mean, I'm sure I'm in the minority that actually gives a shit about the comics, as, as you both are as well. You know, it's... It just kind of sucks, especially stuff like Guardians of the Galaxy here a couple years ago when um, they were trying to figure out what happened to Nova, Richard Ryder, and Bendis misspelled his name. And this, it seems nitpicky. It happened for two issues straight. Like, you could have fixed that with a Google search. (laughs) People complained after the first issue, and it stayed the same the next issue. Like, Well, technically, I mean, if you think about the back end of making a comic book and putting it in print, it was probably too late anyway. Still, they... Oh, my God. No, they I, mean, I, I will say that is a... Yeah, that's a big mistake. And then on Tumblr, it was pointed out to both Bendis and Brevoort, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Michael Bendis, the writer at the time. And he just kind of shoved it off. You know, he basically told uh, the guys asking him to fuck off. He's kind of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> that, that Brian Michael Bendis... I'm I am a, I am kind of a fan of his as much as much as I he's a I, dick but I love yeah, dicks as 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 much as I don't like him um you know Ultimate Spider Man is one of my favorite books I, I like what he did during Dark Reign so basically you like what he did you like him if he's already has full control of the character he's not working with somebody else's backstory basically yeah he has a bad habit of ignoring previous continuity that he did not write. I think his Iron Man is pretty weak, and it suffers from uh, from his horrendous dialogue. Mm-hmm. There, there's one scene where <laughs> Tony Stark meets Doctor Strange. Wasn't he dead now? Who? Tony. Yo, spoilers, dude. Yeah, come on. Yeah. And, and we also, don't. I mean, and we don't know that. We don't, yeah, we don't yeah. know what um, happened. He's just using an AI, I guess. Supposedly, supposedly, he has no physical body. Huh. Supposedly. Anyway, how many times does that happen, though? Like, how many times is it gonna happen? Like, a lot. yeah. I guess there's only so many, so far you can take a man in a suit. Uh, uh, but then they shoehorned in a uh, Riri Williams. Yeah, which I like her. Like, I so far I I'm very impressed with that character. I want to like her. Why I, don't you? She came out of left field. There's tons of pre-existing characters. Tons of pre-existing, you know, ethnic women. Mm-hmm. If they really wanted to go that route, uh, but instead, you know, Bendis made up a pet character, and that's so odd that you say that. Shoved though. her in. That's so odd because I, I hear a lot of people are like, "Oh, to be more inclusive, they made Iceman gay. Why can't they make more characters that are just gay and they're new?" And then you're complaining that it's a new character. It it is it is because there there's definitely a backlog of of black women they could have picked from. 
if, if I recall, there was actually uh, James Rhodes has a, a niece, I think, mm-hmm. who has an armor, like has a suit. Everybody's got a suit. Yeah. Like everyone who's known Iron Man more than like five minutes is like, hey, I just by the way, I threw you together but, a suit. Real but quick. why not her? And, and what's more, if you want an A-list black woman, mm-hmm. go Monica Rambeau. She's in the Ultimates now, which is great. Mm-hmm. But well, I'm just saying, there. You go. She's you a have, little busy. That's you why have, he didn't pick her. You have pre-existing characters to do this kind of thing with. You don't have to create. I new just find ones. it really interesting. That that's the direction you went in. When I hear so many people complain about the very opposite thing. Yeah, that's a silly argument, though. That won't sell books. What? Creating a new, like, just creating a new character and not latching them on to, like, a key character like Iron Man? Uh, that when They was just the last... did it with Mosaic. Who? Mosaic. There you go. <laughs> yeah, no, it's that's... a brand new character. He's pretty badass. And the first uh, issue are... went back for uh, second printing, pretty sure. That's good. What does issue two look like? M- more of the same. It's already Is out. It... It's awesome. Is it? Yeah. No, I mean sales-wise. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I yeah, I, don't, I, haven't, I haven't looked at the the, the previous ones, but um, see, that's but what I'm following it. It's yeah, pretty yeah, good. that's that's what you got to look at for these new characters, though, is the sales, because well, that that determines how long it's going to go. Well, also, a lot of times you don't know what they have planned, though. Not everything's made to. This is going to be a ten year run. I'm not going to be uh, reading like Mosaic two sixty seven in in you know a couple decades. Like see that it's going to be like a a ten issue arc, and then they're going to put him on a team, and then he's going to be a part of a team. Well, that's kind of how I approach character, but I, you know, I don't expect like a two hundred and fifty issue run. Mm-hmm. I do expect, you know, fifty issues. And, Why? and so many, like, no, no, not oh, at all. There's so many I stories that's to tell. Though. That's an unrealistic oh, expectation. I don't, so. I don't think so. And and I've been burned by that. I like that thinking before, though. Uh, when they brought Kane back, Scarlet Spider, mm-hmm. one of my favorite characters of all time, had they a, based him had, in Houston for a while. Yeah, based him in Houston. 27, yeah, 27 issue run. Mm-hmm. It could have been more, should have been more. Then after his 27 issue run ran out, they put him on the New Warriors. Mm-hmm. Went on for what, 12 issues, right? If that. Yeah, and the writer had more plans. You know, it just didn't sell. That's it's, that's why Kongo's in. It's a business. I mean, you gotta you gotta think about it like that. Like they're gonna in- incorporate a new thing. I mean, they bring that back the McRib every year. You know, so like they know when they've got something, you know, so like when they want to try something new, they put it out in a limited quantity for a limited time. See, test the waters like yeah. they're doing with Invincible Iron Man. Uh, I see what they're, I see what you're talking about. And I mean, I agree with you. I don't think it's going to last. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's not going to last forever. No, of course she, not. She's going to get her own name. I mean, Tony she's Sparks a, well, is going to get a clone body. She's and, already Ironheart. Yeah. I don't know why they... Why yeah, why, I, I, I don't understand the name change, or like why they're calling it Invincible Iron Man, as opposed to you know why or whatever. You know because why. of the name, just because, because of the name, because of the sales. Well, I mean, he's technically gone. I mean, Hulk's dead. Spoiler alert. I mean, no, fuck I, that. Yeah, it's not a spoiler it's alert. Been it's, a been, it's been a while. Um, Hulk's dead. So She Hulk is her new book is going to be called Hulk. I, I look forward to that. I like I like Jen. Like I can't I can't <laughs> pin you down like. <laughs> She holds like a pre-existing that. character. Huh? She's a pre-existing character. Okay. Riri was in an issue or two before they made her Ironheart. Before they shoved her into the fuck. Oh, my God. I don't know. Her it, Again, she's there to make Bendis money. Don't try to. Hang on. Hang on. No, she's there to I make Bendis money. I got one last one. I got okay, one last okay, one. Okay. I'm going to try. Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. It's a damn shame what they did to Moon Boy. 
I, read I the will first, agree with that. I read the first issue of that. I was done. Yeah. The the uh, disrespect. The disrespect. <laughs> Damn you, fictional character. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't they respect yeah. your your vast history I, of being you know silent you on know top what, though, of a dinosaur? I, I like I like that kind of thing though. I do like uh, mm-hmm. Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. I don't like how they came out and they're like. She's the smartest character in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, I feel like they did that same thing with Amadeus Cho whenever he yeah. showed up. He was like, I'm the seventh a, smartest yeah, person. No, like, third. He was the third smartest, When apparently. he first started, I thought it was seventh. In, in Hercules? Some people die? Well, I guess Reed Mr. Richards Fantastic doesn't is gone. count anymore. So that, yeah. that he moved up there. Um, yeah, I could have swore it was seventh. But I guess I, Stark is... <laughs> Stark's an AI now. Yeah, I, I don't like that. That reeks of pandering, and I, I don't... I don't like being sold stuff like mm-hmm. that. I don't like when a character is But you just... like it, though. You I, like d- I, do like, though? I do like Moon Girl and uh, Double Dinosaur. I, I love seeing, you don't know, try trippy shit logic. like that. From <laughs> just, it's Oh, I'm all over the place, dude. It's it's cool seeing crazy 60s shit like that come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I will, like I said, I will agree with you. Yeah. The fact that they were just like, oh, yeah, he's dead now. Like, oh, shit. Like, they killed him what? on the first page. Yeah, like a character that was created in like 1961 or some shit. <laughs> yeah. and he's just like, you get one page and like an off-screen oh death. God, have like, you have you read uh, Moon Boy and Devil Dinosaur though? No, it's, oh it's my, been a, that that's one to oh my dude, that's that is trippy. Oh yeah, but no, I I enjoyed that, but the only problem I have with it is she's like 12, and I can't I can't like put myself in a 12 year old's shoes and a 12 year old's problems anymore yeah i was like oh shit you're late for class <laughs> like the boy that you like doesn't like you <laughs> you know he checked maybe damn it <laughs> hey this is craig wade and brian allen delaney from b movies and ebooks a podcast about cult and horror films and genre fiction you can catch new episodes on itunes and stitcher every wednesday b movies and ebooks we bleed fiction that's a bit of my disconnect with the new Miss Marvel as well. Mm-hmm. But I guess I yeah, we've I, talked about that previously. I have the same problem with Miss Marvel. Yeah, I can get around that just because the character I think is very well written. Mm-hmm. So she's so damn likable too. She is. I, love I really, and and as as nerds, I think we all connect with Kamala Khan on some level. How so? I mean, she writes fan fiction. Often between two dudes. <laughs> I'm she, sorry. She, she let's does, get on a different subject. She does, she does homoerotic fan yeah. fiction. The, not, I must have not, missed an not issue. Not explicitly, but she's a big fangirl to uh, to Carol Danvers. Okay, so she does like and, ship stuff. Yeah, she does. She does now? shipping. She's the Tumblr she's kids. Hardcore into that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't she do one with um, but she, Wolverine? Uh, or was that Squirrel Girl? She had a team up with Wolverine. That's what it was. Yes. She was excited about that, and that that's what I love about it, because she's like a fan getting to live the dream. That's like, if you're a, a, a Whovian, and the doctor shows up, and he's like, you want to take you're, her yeah, you're my companion now. That's, that, that's her life. Yeah. That, that is pretty cool, but I don't like the fact that she's in high school, can't relate to that, and then I also don't like the fact that she's basically Mr. Fantastic. You know, when they pitched the concept, she was a uh, Mr. Fantastic fangirl, not a Carol Danvers. See, I feel like she would almost have to be with those powers. Exactly. You know, like, but no, I, I, Carol Danvers is one of uh, one of my favorite characters. It's like Black Bolt and, and uh, Cyclops and. Uh yeah no I don't yeah. like. 
So you're kind of into Death of X right now, then. I am. I'm very much so into I'm really digging this this fourth issue that just came out. We finally get to see how Cyclops died, and to me, it was worth it. I, I let Case look at it, and he wasn't impressed, but I really enjoyed the story. Well, he didn't like X-Men to begin with. I'm not. It's it's way too convoluted. They went off the rails with it. Obviously, okay. obviously Marvel editorial does not. <laughs> Here we go again. Here, I'm going to beat this You're dead like horse. You're like with China. <laughs> And let me tell you something about China. <laughs> yeah, they don't edit their comic it's, books very well. <laughs> it, it's not really editing in, in this instance. Well, let's face it; they were really hoping they could, under the radar, phase out all the mutants to keep Fox from having. They tried to make uh, the Inhumans a thing. They did, and we've talked about that in yeah. a couple episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but we're about to see a big resurgence of X-Men stuff here pretty soon. I don't know how they're going to do it with most of them dead, but we'll see. It'll be fun. Well, it's called Resurrection for a reason. Yeah, there you go. There's going to be one mutant who's going to come back and be like, oh, I guess I guess everyone's alive again because I got these powers. They might have already been doing that because in the new Uncanny X-Men, um, this mutant called Elixir mm-hmm. just resurrected. And... The first thing he did is try to resurrect every mutant in the area that he died, where he died. Didn't he go to Genosha? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, that that's important because so, so many people have died in at Genosha. It almost killed him. He's got some sort of weird thing to where his powers have to have balance. Mm-hmm. So for everything he good he does, something bad happens. So he's trying to heal a bunch of mutants with Mpox. Ends up almost killing Magneto and all the X Men. Yeah. So. Maybe after he bounces his powers, that's what happens. Or we have another, like, Hope Gray kind of situation like they tried to do. How about this? How about this? This is a conspiracy theory, complete speculation. But uh, X-Men versus Inhumans is coming up. Yeah. There's a lot more Inhumans than there used to be with the Terrigen Mists going around the world, creating new ones, these new humans. What if he was just like, no more Inhumans? All the X Men are back. So, like, a Scarlet Witch kind of thing? Kind of, except he literally is just like, he kills off all of the Inhumans, anyone with the Inhuman gene, and then literally resurrects all of the dead X Men. Uh, I've got my own theory on that. Well, let's think, hear it. I think you're going to have a bunch of Inhumans identifying as X Men. You think, <laughs> you think <laughs> so? Because, well, no, think about it. Pre, pre, you know, when the Inhumans first came out, there wasn't a huge difference between being an Inhuman and being an X-Men. The only difference was how you got your powers, which is instead of through birth or puberty or whatever, it was the, the Terrigen Mist or Terrigenesis. Mm-hmm. Which really, that just activates a gene that's already in you, right? Exactly. Yeah, that was put there by aliens millennia ago. Yeah. This is which all also, comic book science, which also, by the way. By the which way, is awesome. Branches out into mutants, right? What? So here's even more wild speculation. What if this resurgence of X-Men means that Disney and Fox are starting to close in on a deal about the film franchise? I say to you, sir, fat chance. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't kill my dreams. Thanks I don't think that's gonna happen ass. anytime soon. No, no, as long they, as money's involved. He, and here's here's why that won't happen. Deadpool. That's definitely a cash cow, and that could be a bit of a you know a deciding factor. But I think that if Spider-Man: Homecoming does as well as it does, 
as I think it's going to, we might have a better shot at seeing X-Men. All Homecoming has to do is better than The Amazing Spider-Man 2. That is not a high bar to jump. That's, yeah. So you both have seen that gif of uh, Andrew Garfield dressed up like Spider-Man yes. in like New York. <laughs> and he's just like in tennis shoes and a Spider-Man outfit, like hanging out on the side of a building, <laughs> like two feet up, just like yeah. up on like an architectural thing. And uh, somebody walks by and like gives him $5 and he jumps down. And he like takes the mask off. He's like, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, really, Andrew Garfield? It's the greatest. That, that's that's pretty hysterical. Like, that's all the money you're going to be getting from <laughs> Spider-Man going forward, sir. Sorry. You're in a zombie apocalypse. You have one weapon, and it's not a gun. What is it? Like a scythe. A car. Grenades. Like a flare gun, maybe. Piranhas. <laughs> bat. A bat? Baseball bat. Hands down. Machete. It's obviously a Lobo. <sighs> uh, loppers? Slingshot. <gasps> yeah! Like a ground-mounted slingshot that shoots bricks. Catch the seven deadly questions on The Basement on a Hill. Hear all new episodes every Tuesday. The Basement on a Hill. Horror and comedy for people who hate horror comedies. We went deep into comics, so let's let's pull ourselves out a little bit. Uh, you want to cut Mortal Kombat? I mean, wasn't there really to say? Basically, we're gonna oh, make fun yeah. of Alan Moore for yeah. a little Alan while. Alan Moore is an upset hobo. Yeah. Oh, he's not even in comics anymore. He doesn't matter, right? Yeah, he quit. <laughs> yeah, but he's still a wizard, and I he think already, we need to respect him he, for that. We've <laughs> got Grant Morrison to protect us, sir. <laughs> <laughs> if he hasn't uh, murdered the world for making Doctor Manhattan responsible for the New Fifty Two, look. I don't think he knows about it yet. <laughs> I yeah. think that might be true. I, I don't I, think anyone's told him yet. <laughs> I think he's on. He's living on top of a mountain somewhere, like in, like Spider Jerusalem and Trans Metropolitan. Look, I feel like if he ever finds out, he's gonna make a voodoo doll of Jeff Johns. <laughs> like he probably already has his hair. Yeah. No, like I completely agree. Like he's he, he's gonna be furious. <laughs> He, he's like, I thought they did the, their worst with the uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh my no, God. no, 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 with Before Watchmen, of course. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty goddamn bad. It was cool learning a little bit about like the backstory of some yeah. of the characters, but I didn't give two shits it's, about the story. It's no. a damn shame too. And they had Pax Americana come out too. And we're right back into the comic and book rabbit hole. I know. No, we tried. No, no. Here's okay. One, one more amendment to that. Uh, Pax Americana, by the way was the basically the original concept for Watchmen using the old Charleston characters, you know, Blue Beetle and the Question and all right. that. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Atom in Dr. Manhattan's place. And it was written by Grant Morrison, who is basically Alan Moore's arch nemesis. So you think it's intentional? <laughs> I think it's, uh, you know, if it's not intentional, it's, it's, it's a damn it's, good coincidence. It might just be a little bit of a, you know, poke in the ribs. <laughs> That's kind of poking a bear. <laughs> Oh, bear that knows magic, guys. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta a, remember that he's an actual sorcerer, he's a voodoo wizard. Yeah. If there is a wizard, maybe you can use some blood magic to uh, change the election before Jill Stein can. Now, th- have you been following that at all? <laughs> remember when Trump was all like, "If I lose the, if I lose the election, it's rigged." I had a terrible Trump impression. And yeah, now, no, and everyone now, on yeah. the show does. And now Jill Stein's like. Yeah. 
and now Jill Stein's like, I'm not sure about this election. We should recount it. And I, I want you to go into your thing because, uh, my God, like you have a I'm, certain idea about. I'm trying to be as as apolitical as I can about it. Why do you think Jill Stein is doing this? I I think she's insane. I think she has a uh, a belief that she can still pull a comeback and be the president. You know. I think deep down in her heart of hearts, her poor crazy heart, that's that's what she wants. You understand how illogical that oh, is, right? Oh, I completely understand. I'm, Trump got the presidency. Logic is out the fucking window. I'm, I'm being pretty facetious here with that. But <laughs> I, I understand how ridiculous it sounds, but I like to think that's what she thinks. So she's doing, she's doing, re, she's requesting, uh, she's soliciting money to do recounts in three states. Michigan, uh, Trump won. Hillary was slated to win by pollsters pennsylvania same thing and wisconsin same thing if your conspiracy theory is true which it isn't um Uh, don't break my heart michigan would give jill stein 16 electoral votes pennsylvania would be a whopping 20 wisconsin would be 10 takes 270 to win case (laughs) do you think jill stein's like there's also a zero after that number, <laughs> I really, and I win. I really hope she is. You know, I really wish that Jill Stein would have been this concerned about the election before the election, mm-hmm. but, you know, what are you going to do? I wish she had been this outspoken against anti-vaxxers as she is about the election results in those three states. What, that huge voting group? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, you know, I don't know if you heard about it or not, but she she was she never actually came out against it. She was very like on the fence. You know, in a perfect world, you wouldn't have to. In a perfect world, yeah. But in a perfect world, Trump wouldn't be president. <laughs> in a perfect world, that you know, we wouldn't have to have this debate about climate change. Still, we oh my have god, single health care and marijuana that, would flow. Did you see? Did you see? He came out and he was like, "Well, maybe, maybe people did have something to do with climate change." Trump <laughs> did recently. Yeah. I oh just, god. I just this man. Have I can't this, pin him down. I just have. This I love it. Vain hope that he has been just the biggest troll in the world, and he that, was he was memed into the presidency, Mike. <laughs> that's basically what it is. He is four chance president. <laughs> I know uh, it's ridiculous to say, but it's even more ridiculous that it's reality right now. Oh, I love it. I love it. And what I love the most is, is how unexpected it was. Trump's victory. I remember I, I was listening to the show um, the week before, mm-hmm. and uh, one of you guys said, "Like it, it's Hillary's going to take it." Something yeah. along those lines. I think yeah. that was every both that, of us. Literally, the entire nation was did, saying that. Did you guys have any regrets on that line? No, of course not. Of course not, because I mean, we only know as much as we're told, basically, like as much as we can research and fact check. So, if statistics, logic, math. Like, all of these things are saying one thing is going to happen, and then it happens the exact opposite. Like, that, it was it was an actually emotional, very draining thing. And I know that next episode after the election was not fun. <laughs> it, as, as unfun as it might have been to hear, yeah. it was so much worse to actually do. It was, like, we didn't go, we didn't say anything about the, say it on the episode, but, like, we just hung out for like four hours before that happened, just putting off recording because oh, we didn't know what to say. <laughs> just like, you want to do this? Uh-uh. uh-uh. I've been soaking it up. I love it. 
Well, yeah, you're a straight white male. I, no uh, matter what happens to you, you're fine. I I would have been a okay anyway. That's that's besides the point. I can, I've got a good thing going. I like it. I, I just like yeah. the fact that you're reveling in the chaos. Oh, dude, it is. I've spent okay. First of all, I think some of the anti-Trump points are absolute. Whoa, almost lost my chair there. Yeah, your chair is very anti-Trump. <laughs> so, that's why I gave it to you. <laughs> I, I've spent. I don't even like the guy. Uh-huh. If I'm being completely honest, I, I don't I know, like it. I'm trying. I'm thinking. I'm getting that. I think you're just an internet troll. I'm left but of personified. center. I'm left of center. I, you know, how I'm left f- of center? No. Slightly. I, I'm pretty. I'm pretty center. Listen, I, if fascists are on your left, you're you're standing the wrong line. Fascists are on my right. <laughs> I, I'm giving right? you a hard time. No, but. no, I got you. I got you. Uh, but I've spent a lot of time defending him against. Um, Irrational fears, I guess. People who think he's going to come out and be the next Hitler. People who think um, there's going to be gay concentration camps. Um, I, I, would, I would draw a line at gay concentration camps because just where we are as a society, I don't think as a majority of people I don't think are it's in possible, favor of that. Yeah. Uh, or, I'm sorry, you're in favor of gay rights and not interning them <laughs> like we did the Japanese. Um, I don't think anything like that Gay concentration camps, no. Muslims. <laughs> there you go. I don't. I don't think there's a real chance of that either. I think he talked it up too much in the election and in the campaign. And I, think, I think he's going to look like a fucking fool to his constituents if he doesn't do something extreme. Well, like I think the SNL skit hit it right on the head. He's just now finding out what's feasible. Being as the president, president is yeah. hard. Yeah, like you it's do a- more than just say make all this happen. You're not king. You <laughs> actually need to like whip up support with your constituents and have support in the Congress. I like, think he doesn't understand that. I think His Highness has enough power to do whatever he wants. Okay. I, I think uh, he's gonna be like, "What's an executive order?" And then someone's gonna tell him. He's gonna be like, "I love executive orders." Oh I, my God. He. Uh, I don't think there's gonna be any sort of camps. I don't think he's gonna. I think he misspoke honestly when he was talking about Muslims like that. I think he. He missed like he said, 20 different times. No, I think I think he didn't really mean it the way it sounded. But he had that group of Go words. On. He had that group of words floating around in that uh-huh. fucking head. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it just kind of stuck with him. I it, think it's like it's like uh the thing he said about uh immigrants coming in and being rapist and all that. I, he I, obviously didn't mean I will give him that one until until he continued to do things like that. And when people were like, yep, all those Mexican rapists, and he was, he just stayed silent. He didn't correct anyone on anything. Say what you want about McCain and Republicans, but McCain at least you have – there's footage of a woman saying Obama's a Muslim. He took the mic from her hand and said, no, ma'am, Obama's a good, caring Christian man, and I have a lot of respect for him. And he corrected her in front of an audience of people, of his supporters who he was trying to whip up support for, from. Yeah. At least he does that. That's Someone fantastic. Was just like, yeah, hang hang the black people, and Trump <laughs> stays completely silent, completely silent, says nothing. Well, and let's face it, his history makes me think that he kind of agrees with them. Yeah, let's be I mean, honest. He's never done uh, anything. I don't believe that. Oh come on! He denied housing to black people. Even after DNA evidence exonerated the Central Park Five of the mass rape, he's still saying, put them in jail. They deserve death. So there's, there's definitely a racist element to him. I don't I, give a shit what you say. I disagree. 
I, I respectfully disagree. I don't think he's really racist. I think Donald Trump's the kind of guy. I don't think anyone thinks when, they're racist. That when he that when his mind's made up, it's made up. Also, except uh, when it's not, because he's flip flops more than anybody alive. I don't know about that. Do no, you see no, Hillary's he can't campaign? Control his mouth. That's what it is. He can't control his mouth. He needs to. Of course he does. That As he would president, be, it would be lovely oh, if he could control anything. He would be a much stronger political figure if he could. If he had a fucking handler to tell him, Donald, you shouldn't He does. Say that. He doesn't listen to him. Yes, he has dozens of handlers. He just, no one can handle him. <laughs> it's, it's a suiting handler. They had to take his phone away during the last parts of the election so he wouldn't tweet away his advantage. So what else are, are we going to have to take away from this president for him to be an effective governor? Are we going to have to take away nuclear codes? Or is he going to be able to do domestic and I, foreign policy? I don't think Does he he's know gonna. what foreign policy means? I hope so. I hope so, he's too. He's the president. I, I, don't think, I don't think Trump's foreign policy is going to be that bad. Uh, if Hillary won, by the way, speaking of sending me off to war, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't want to fight Russia. Mm-hmm. Blocking off that Syrian airspace would have been pretty bad, in my opinion. For, was, for was, us? For, for us as a country, for our relations with Russia. How would it have been for Syrian victims? Pretty terrible, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. How about, how about I think them refugees? Probably also bad. Okay. But let's face it, there's not a good situation for those guys. I mean, there's not know, coming I here mean, might have been a decent situation, but I mean, fuck Russia that could now. have not attacked Syria. That'd have been great. Is there we ISIS could, in Syria? Have not had a president who's blowing Putin. <laughs> yeah. Is there ISIS in Syria? Are there terrorists in Syria? There's terrorists all over. Doesn't mean we drop are there, bombs. Are, is there like ISIS headquarters in Syria? I enlighten me, please. I mean, well, we we definitely don't yeah. know. We're not. We're not, so, we don't sit in on the uh, intelligent yeah. briefings that Trump doesn't sit in on. What's going to end up happening is the vetting process is going to be a little stricter, as is the uh, the immigration process is probably going to be a little more lenient. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to reform all that stuff. Uh, I don't think he's going to ban Muslims altogether. I don't think he's he obviously not going to send all the Mexicans back to Mexico. That's no. that's or unrealistic. build a twenty-five billion dollar wall. That's also completely. So basically, stupid. all of his talking points are out the mm-hmm. window. He's going to be a one-term president. All of his talking points were <laughs> basically to get the presidency. Mm-hmm. I think we can all agree that he was blowing hot air to get the oh, vote. Oh yeah, yeah, ah uh, yeah, dozens of hot air balloons <laughs> worth of hot air. I I don't think he's going to be that bad of a president, and I think he's going to surprise you guys with how left-leaning he could be. I would love for him to lean a certain way on a topic and then stay that way. What? I mean, oh, the, no. one, the, the one thing that, that he seems it. to be really pretty consistent on is the conservative Supreme Court justice, so that's going to fuck us. Uh-huh. The uh, pro-business person, you know, people running the EPA, that's going to fuck us. So everything that he's actually has a chance of getting through is completely antithetical to my beliefs. So mm-hmm. I don't see how he's going to be a good president, at least for the future. Let me ask this, because we got really off topic. Do you feel like Jill Stein's recounts are going to have a, a lasting effect no. or any kind of effect? No, I, I I honestly believe Trump won this election. Okay, Case? I hope poor Jill Stein takes the money and gets help. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's such a strange like theory that you have on that. I actually did a little pro con list here uh, for, for the recount. So pro for the recount, we need to clarify what happened with polling. So, I mean, we need that data. That's important for sure. For sure. Okay. No matter, no matter who we think won or didn't win, 
we need we need to find out why our polling is so off. Especially after that whole uh, DNC debacle. I don't think that's really the, the here nor there, though. I mean, didn't um, it I mean, come that, out was, that, that was an outside influence, and that definitely had an effect. And um, but we need to figure out why. That's kind of a fear too. To see how if Russia did that, how much more could they have done? Well, that's our second thing. Yeah. That, that, that's the second positive. We need to figure out what kind of influence. Um, I, I don't really want to say that that Russia had uh, an effect that flipped the election or anything like that. I think there there is some legitimate reasons that, that this happened to Democrats. Um, I, I do think we got kind of arrogant and a little... Uh, I think Julian Assange is masturbating furiously in Ecuador right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we ignored a lot of the flyover states, and, and we refer to them as flyover states. Um, I don't think flyover states like that. I also think that a big pro is that it's going to comfort some of those conspiracy theorists that are on the internet... Like, oh no, it was hacked, and this happened, and this happened, and this happened. I think it's going to put to rest some of that stuff. Conspiracy theorists. I think it'll help. Possible election reform. That would be great if that could come out of this. Um, Piss off Trump and Kelly and Conway. That's pretty high up there on my Uh, pro list. I I would. I want to see his reaction. I want them to both go on on shows afterwards. I want them to lose one of these states, even if it doesn't flip the election, because. 20 electoral votes, Pennsylvania, is uh, Trump won uh, with 21 electoral votes, so two of these would have to flip, which I'm not holding out hope for anything like that. Um, It looks like Michigan was down 10,000 votes was their difference. Um, NBC actually hasn't even called that because it's too close to call. (laughs) Pennsylvania is uh, 69,000 votes off. Wisconsin's 27,000. So, I mean, those are big numbers. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how that happens, and I want to see Trump go on a new show the day after he loses one of those. Oh my God, I, uh, because Trump's not the kind of guy who can be wrong. No, he, oh, uh, he has to have an answer for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I would love and, it, and he'll self fund a third recount. <laughs> no, but he'll the, use the taxpayers to do that. The, no. the only con that I wrote down, um, just in case, Mike Pence. That's the only con that I wrote down. Just in case all three of these, they find a real reason is and that, they flip them all for Hillary. Is that how that works? No. Did you just call her Killary? No. I would never do that. Oh. No. I was about to say, that's... No, no, no. We're, we're digging a little deeper into this rabbit no, no, hole, no, no, buddy. No, no, no. Con, if they do flip, we're going to have a bunch of rednecks trying to start Civil War Two. Melissa actually and I were having a discussion about whether to donate money to this cause and she was like, I don't know if I want to do that because even if the election flips and I get the result that I want um, and Trump doesn't get it or it goes to the House or, or whatever happens, we'll, we'll have Civil War II basically. And, and I was like, all right, babe, well, you're not on my side, so I'll, I'll be really sad when I have to put a bullet in your head. <laughs> like, I'll be really sad for like a day or two. And then I'll move on to some someone who's more liberal than you are. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, honey. It was this or a Trump presidency. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. No. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, it, if Trump can can find a path that <laughs> I know, I know it's such it's so weird having to talk about a presidency <laughs> like this. You know, like I, I I've never even had to consider like even Bush. I've never been like I don't know what he. Th- thinks about the world if he can find his inner human being 
if he can settle on one position for more than a day, he flip flopped. This is something I, I this is an actual thing. I read it. He flip flopped an interview the other day six times in a one hour interview on the same issue. Which issue is that? I'd I'd like to see that. I, I would too. I'm I'm gonna Google it here right after we're done. All right, all right, all right. Well, that's the thing. Everyone here talking, straight white dude. No matter what happens, odds are we're fine. As long as we don't speak up too loudly against his majesty. So, Mike, what do you think the um, best outcome is for this? I know what my ideal outcome is. <laughs> do you is, think it's your ideal outcome is possible? No. I, I honestly think, and my stomach hurts a little bit saying this, mm-hmm. I think Trump won. I really do. And if this puts it to bed, the best thing this would happen would be, uh, I guess, the best, most logical you know outcome would be it gets recounted same thing all the conspiracy stuff's put to bed we don't have to worry about a rigged election and then we get on making sure he's a one-term president and kicking out his cronies in the midterms yeah yeah i think that's where a lot of i think this is a lie honestly i think this probably needs to happen but part of me feels like it's kind of a distraction oh a distraction okay a little bit because it's. It feels like the left is holding on to hope that no, this didn't happen. Not in my America, you know. And oh, you think this is like a this is holding out false hope? Yeah. Like you're leading America on. I can't believe we lost to Trump. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is unbelievable when you look at you look at the day before the election, and they're just like Hillary's well, already the Hillary's already like kicking out transition people. Well, shit. Look at our podcast. We were we weren't just talking about. Hillary woman, and we were talking about getting back to Senate. Yeah, and but that's, know, that's because at the time the numbers said we were close, and nothing happened. So yeah. I think this just part of me thinks this just distracts us from getting back to work. Okay, no, see that that is is valid. So because I thought you meant distraction in a different way, uh, like I thought you were as a malicious distraction. No, okay. no, I think she's, I think she has good intentions. Mm-hmm. I applaud her for doing this, but at the end of the day, I don't think it's going to change anything, and it's just keeping us from have, going back to doing what we really need to yeah. start doing. And sorry, Green Party, I think this is the best thing that Jill Stein's done. <laughs> it's certainly the most effective. I, I love my Green Party people. I love the Green Party. Hi, Sean. Yeah, but uh, yeah, this, this is the best, best thing their candidate has done since <laughs> announcing her run. As far as the outcome goes, I again, I'm I'm with both of you. I don't think yeah. it's going to make a damn difference. Mm-hmm. But do you agree uh, that it's it's needed? Yeah, in a way, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I could definitely see where it's needed. It'll it'll definitely quell a lot of fears. Yeah. And also 8 million bucks for this kind of data. I mean like 8 million's nothing for the amount of knowledge yeah. that we're going to scheme from this. Let's see. We need we need to plug. You want to plug? We have the new Instagram you might want to talk oh, about. Oh, we do. Yeah. Um, so Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, and we actually have a site now. We do. Is it also nerdsonthelift.com? It is. It is. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm sitting in a room with a couple of celebrities, guys. Right. Yeah. We have international fans. Uh, hey. At least one. Big time. Yeah. He's in the UK. I thought we had one in Australia as well. Um. Yeah. I guess is that part of? The- we do, but I don't know. Is that part of all? What? What was I- your question? You. Were- I was like, wait a minute. He, they do kind of. I thought it was kind of almost like Canada. No, it was an English penal colony, but yeah, that's it what was. It was. Yeah. 
Yeah, they've been free though for like no, hundred years. They're British, but yeah, it's been a little while. Yeah, but I thought it could have been like a a real country like Canada, but still recognize the Queen. UK is still dumping people <laughs> <over> criminals. <laughs> so if you want to comment on Jill Stein or the recount, we'd love to hear from you at Nerds on the Left on Twitter. We have a Facebook. Facebook.com slash nerds on the left. We have a new Instagram page that Mike and I's wife, uh, Mike and I's wife, I like it. Mike and I's wife run. <laughs> I didn't know we were in a poly relationship. This yeah. is new to me. Yeah. Is Melissa in this too? No. <laughs> and then we also have our own standalone website now uh, that I worked on my ass off the other day, and that is nerds on the left.com. So nerds on the left.com is now a thing. Jill Stein's a lizard person. I'll let you close it off with that. I don't mind. Sweet. Let's keep it. Keep it nerdy. Well, until next week, I'm Mike. I'm Rodney. I'm Case. Keep it nerdy. you just heard is part of the B&E Network, brought to you by bmovies and ebooks.com.